0: So let's move on with the podcast. You're listening to the NP Business Matters podcast, episode number 70, the nurse practitioner's guide to finding the perfect CPA for your practice. Welcome to the NP Business Matters podcast the show that's dedicated to helping nurse practitioners like you succeed in business. I'm your host, Barbara C. Phillips, founder of Nurse Practitioner Business Owner, also known as NPBO. And since 2007, we've been working with nurse practitioners on the business of being a nurse practitioner, providing education, resources, and support as you start, grow, and operate your own practice. Whether you're a seasoned entrepreneur or just starting out, this podcast is designed to help you navigate the challenges and the opportunities of running your own practice. I'll cover a range of topics from startup to finance to marketing and operations. I invite you to subscribe and listen to each episode for tips, insights, and how-tos that you need to succeed. To learn more about NPBO and our resources for nurse practitioners in business, please visit us online at npbusiness.org. As a nurse practitioner, you are well aware of the importance of maintaining the health of your patients. But have you ever stopped to consider the financial health of your practice? A certified public accountant, or CPA, can help you navigate the complex landscape of your practice, ensuring that your finances are in order, your taxes are filed correctly, and your business is well-positioned for growth. But we all know that finding the right CPA can be a challenge, especially if you're new to running a business or if you're already established and you find that perhaps you need a different CPA than you currently have. And believe me, we've all been there. So, in this episode of the NP Business Matters podcast, I'm going to share some tips and advice on how to find that perfect CPA for your nurse practitioner practice so that you can focus on what you do best, and that's caring for your patients. So, let's go ahead and get started. Finding the right CPA is one of the most important decisions that you'll ever make in your practice. This person, in my opinion anyway, should be one of the very first people on your team. And in fact, is someone you should be consulting with before you even get started. Before you start searching for a CPA, it's a good idea to be aware of what your needs are as a new practice or as a practice that is already established. So let's talk about some of the reasons that you may want to work with a CPA. Now, if you're in the startup phase, you may have questions about the best business structure for you, and that is something you should be asking about. As a healthcare professional, your income is likely to be significant enough to warn some tax planning, so that you avoid paying unnecessary taxes. So you'll want to know how your business revenue will impact your family's financial picture as you move forward and grow that practice. If you were already established in business, you already have that established practice, you also will have those questions. Perhaps you're organized as an LLC, but you're paying your taxes as a flow through. And so you really want to question, is this still the best structure for you? Or would you be better served by electing to be taxed as an S corporation? And of course, that is something that a CPA can definitely help you with. Another thing to consider talking about with your CPA when you begin to find one is, are you set up to allow for retirement planning? This is more important than ever. So there are things that you can do through your business that will help set you up for retirement. Perhaps you need help in setting up your books or even learning how to do bookkeeping if that's something that you want to do on your own, or perhaps need some advice on finding a bookkeeper. Now, I will say this now, I'll, and I may say it again later, but many CPA firms will also have bookkeepers in their employ, and that is somebody that you can use. However, you may want to find a bookkeeper on your own, as it's probably going to cost you a little bit less than if you used your CPA's bookkeeper. Now, there may be other concerns that you have that you want to consider as you begin to look for that CPA, perhaps you're worried that there may be a problem and that you need to have an audit of your finances being done. This is something that we should all be aware of because embezzlement does happen. So what is the best way to go about an audit and is this something that the CPA can help you with? And if you are considering purchasing an existing practice. And this is crucial. You definitely want to have a financial audit done to make sure that those books are in order and you are not going to inherit somebody else's gremlins. You don't want any of those problems. And the same thing is true if you are getting ready to perhaps sell your practice, you may want to make sure that either now or in the future, that that CPA helps set you up for that in terms of what a new owner or potential buyer will be looking for in your practice. So now, what do we want to do about making that right choice? How do we make that right choice? What are some of the things that we consider? Well, when choosing a CPA for your business and practice, it's important to consider several factors that can help you make the right choice. So let's talk about some of those now. Number one, determine your needs. We've already talked a little bit about that, but you want to make sure that before you start your search, you want to consider what services that you are actually going to require for your practice. Do you actually need somebody and want somebody that's going to handle your bookkeeping or tax preparation? Or are you looking for someone who can just really give you comprehensive financial planning and management services? And I want to take a little bit of a side right here since it is tax season when I am recording this. And I saw this question um, come up recently about doing taxes um for a business. So the first thing that I'm going to say about that is don't do them yourself. You really need to have somebody who understands about doing business taxes. And the second thing is do not do TurboTax, do not take it to HR block. While those services are good for simple things and maybe doing your home taxes when it comes to your business. That is not what you want to do. Rules change all the time. So you want to make sure that you are utilizing somebody who understands what your business is, what your financial structure is, um, what your financial tax liabilities are, so that they can help you make the most of tax season. I mean, all of us pay taxes, but we don't need to pay unnecessary taxes. So let me get off that soapbox for a minute. And let's go on to number two, when looking for a CPA. When you're looking for a CPA, you really do want somebody who has some healthcare experience the needs of a medical or a medical practice or the healthcare providers, healthcare practice is going to be different. And so you want somebody who is familiar with those unique financial and regulatory challenges that we are faced with every single day as providers, and they'll be able to provide us with some valuable insight as well as guidance expert guidance. You want to make sure that you have checked their credentials. That's number three. Make sure that your CPA has a valid certification from a reputable organization, such as the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants, that is AICPA. We all know that with certifications that at least gives you a standard and you know that they're going to follow some of the guidance that is out there. So you definitely want somebody like that and not somebody who just says, "Oh, I learned it on Udemy." So you don't want that. You actually want a certified professional. Number 4 is to get referrals. I would definitely go to your colleagues that are in your area, talk to them, who is the CPA that they use. They may be able to rec- recommend somebody to you who has a good reputation. They provide a high quality service. Alternatively, they can tell you where they've had some problems. So definitely get um, some referrals from your colleagues. You can always ask the CPA for uh, some recommendations of um, or some referrals. And like any business, whenever you're asking that business for referrals, you know that they're only going to give you the people who have had good results with them and not people who are unhappy for their services. So while everybody tells you, just ask them for a list of their clients that they can talk to and get referrals. We're always going to get those good referrals, right? So definitely talk with your colleagues, do some online searching, look at ratings, that kind. of thing so that you are making the best decision that you can. Number five, and I'm going to go into this a little in more detail, but let's talk about this. Scheduling that consultation, that all important consultation with a CPA. You want to get a better understanding of the services that they offer. You want to be able to ask some of those questions that you have. Now, When we do that, oftentimes that consultation may not cost you any money, but it gives you a chance to evaluate how well you can communicate with them, what their interpersonal skills are, and any other factors that you consider are important when you're working with this person. At the same time, don't forget that they will be evaluating you to determine if they feel that they can work with you. It's a a two-way street. And having good communication with your CPA is crucial. Number six, compare fees. Get quotes from several CPAs because you want to compare their fees and their services. And that'll help you decide who's going to be the best fit for your needs and your budget. And then number seven, you need to make that decision after considering everything that we've already talked about and are going to talk about, you want to make the decision and choose the CPA that you feel confident will be able to provide you with the best services and to support your practice. Even though we're trying to do all of this, it may not be 100%. So please do not feel like you are stuck with a CPA. You may have to do this once or twice or three times in order to find the perfect fit for you just like when we find our life partners it's not we meet somebody and boom we're we're partnered or married and have children and live happily ever after it doesn't work like that so this is the same kind of thing you want to do a little bit of dating first now a question that i had recently as well Um, as I was even putting this together was, well, what do I ask when I go in for that initial consultation? What are some of the things that I should consider? And so here's a list of things that you can ask a CPA or a potential CPA during that initial consultation. So the first one that you might want to think about, and I'm sure you're going to have some more that are more specific to your situation. So use this just as a guideline. So number one, what experience do you have in working with medical practices? And more importantly, what experience do they have working with nurse practitioners who have their own practices? And do they even understand nurse practitioners and our rules and regulations and that sort of thing? So you definitely want to have somebody who is aware of what you are doing, instead of somebody who says, oh, but wait a minute, you're a nurse practitioner, you can't do this. And and I've had that happen to me before. So make sure that you are talking with somebody who has some familiarity around nurse practitioners. Number two, again, as I mentioned earlier, is the references. Go ahead and ask them for references. But keep in mind what I mentioned earlier about doing your own research on those references. Another thing that you may want to ask, and we're kind of familiar with this, is how do you stay current in healthcare laws and regulations? So if that CPA says, yes, I have experience, these are the kinds of, of practices that I work with, you also want to make sure that they're staying current in the laws and regulations, particularly as it comes to finances and taxes um, and just finance compliance for practices. Number four, what services do you offer and how do you determine the best course of action for each of your clients? Like I said earlier, many of the practices, um, CPA firms will have um, payroll. They'll offer bookkeeping services and, and that sort of thing. Some of them actually have gone so far as to provide like HR services and that kind of thing. They've Some of them have really expanded. But you also want to know what services that they can offer you, like do they do tax planning? Can they help you set up um, a benefits package, for instance, in terms of retirement planning, Um, maybe even some healthcare planning for your practices and how those things will work in terms of tax deductions and that kind of thing. Number six, can you provide a breakdown of your fees and how do you bill for services? So just like with anything else, you definitely want to know what your financial obligations are going to be when you employ their services. So see if you can get a breakdown, find out how they bill, how often do they bill, If this is somebody who is going to bill you on a monthly basis and we're all getting more familiar with these, um, even with healthcare direct pay practices, there are some uh, CPA and accounting firms that also will have kind of a membership. So you wanna be aware of that. Number seven is what is their process for filing taxes for medical practices? And and I would also ask, what is their timing? We all know that April 15th is, in general, most years, the deadline to file for federal taxes. But you also want to find out when do they start that practice? Uh, what are they looking for? When would they like you to have your information to them? Are they also involved in doing your state taxes if your state requires you to file some kind of income tax Uh, for your business in your state. Number eight, you want to know how they handle audits and other financial issues that may arise in your practice. You may want to do audits in your practice on your terms just to make sure that everything is okay, or you may be required to do an audit, or you may even be audited by the IRS. How involved are they in that? Number nine, do they have any examples that they can share with you on how they have helped other medical practices improve their financial performance? So this is important. While they can't help you uh, improve your financial importance, probably with um, your insurance companies and what they're paying you, but they can help you look at how your spending is, um, what your tax liabilities are, and that sort of thing. So it's something that you may want to ask them about, or you should ask them about as well. And number 10, how do they ensure the privacy and security of your information? Many CPA firms today Are um, just like all of us, everything is online. You upload documents, that sort of thing. How do you make sure? How do they make sure that your information is secure? Who is uh, information shared with, like other people in their office, that kind of thing? So you'll want to be asking those kind of questions. And it's no different than providing um, security and privacy of our patient information. So, how are they? providing that for your financial and business information. So by asking all of these questions and the things that we have talked about here, you can get a better understanding of the CPA and what their experiences, their expertise, how they work with their clients. And that'll certainly help you determine if you have a good fit. It really does come down to this. Your CPA is your partner in the financial health of your practice. As we've just discussed, a CPA is a crucial part of your business and finding the right one to work with is going to take you a little bit of work, but it can be immensely helpful to you and to your business. So I hope that these tips will move you closer to finding the right CPA for you. I want to thank you for taking time to listen to this podcast and all of our podcasts, to sharing it with your colleagues, to subscribing, rating us, and leaving your comments. I invite you to visit us on our blog at npbusiness.org forward slash 70 to leave your comments about this particular podcast, as well as finding different resources that are available for you. So once again, thanks for listening. And I will see you in the next episode of the NP Business Matters podcast. Bye bye now.